Hi, I'm Ira Joy, and welcome to Dear Future Boss, a podcast about the things I've learned being young, creative, and unemployed. Sometimes it takes just two simple words to start changing the way you think, how you act, and how you see yourself, whether it's in the context of career, relationships, health, and personal success. Today's episode is a reflection on two simple words, and as you've gathered from the title, those words are just work. There is an understated power in the pairing of these two words. It's a phrase that we might hear a lot already, and like anything that's common or ordinary, we don't always pay attention to its significance. I've realized over the last few years especially that I have a somewhat crazy passion for dissecting words and language, overanalyzing the meanings, nuances, and the impact that carefully curated words and phrases can have on the human psyche, either propelling us into brilliance and productivity or causing a negative spiral into darker places. The linguistic subject I'm interested in exploring today can be of great help to those of us struggling with the job and career aspect of our lives. If we learn to implement these two little mindset shifts about employment as it relates to our sense of identity. There is a great depth of meaning to the phrase, just work, and I hope that these next few minutes will get you thinking about how these two simple words can become an important key to finding fulfillment throughout your career if you learn to unlock their power at the right moment. It didn't take too long to start feeling the pressures of the 9-to-5 office life when I started my first corporate job 10 years ago. I quickly fell into the habit of living for my weekends and dreading Monday mornings, just like everyone else around me, straining from the mundaneness and drudgery of working within the same four walls, eight hours every day and sometimes more. Days of boredom were balanced out by days of stress, and again, like everybody else, I easily defaulted to cranky mode, often complaining about things that I had no choice but to deal with, and always irritated by something, no matter how trivial it was. It reminded me of my younger days working in the bustle of retail environments, and I realized that even though this time I was working in an industry I was passionate about, the pressures of a heavy workload and unreasonable people affected me just the same. The fact is, there is no perfect job. Even those who love their job experience hardship in some way or another. And so comes the first method of using the phrase, just work as you navigate the employment landscape and build on your career. Are you ready to hear it? Maybe even write it down? Okay, here it is. Quote number one. When you're feeling stressed about your current job, remember, it's just work. If you tell yourself it's just work, you can start letting go of the little things about your job that are weighing you down. If your boss tells you off for a mistake you made, well, it's just work. If a customer yells at you for messing up their order, it's just work. If you hate your job and don't get along with your colleagues, it's just work. And your work, your job, is not your entire life. It's an important part of it, yes, but it's just that, 
a part of your life, not all of it. Over the last couple of years, I've had some eye-opening conversations with university students and graduates. And one of the biggest things I've learned is how much pressure there is on young people to get a proper job, especially having a degree or diploma. Truth is, many of them already have some kind of employment, though it might not be in the field they studied, nor be substantial enough to establish a regular income. Without disregarding the huge issues we're facing in youth unemployment and underemployment, I worry about how the judgment of others on the kind of job we have or don't have affects our ability to succeed and believe in ourselves. There are many young educated people out there struggling to find work in their industry and feeling anxious at the thought of having to stay in their casual retail or hospitality jobs until they can catch a break. I was one of them back then, and to see this narrative still play out today makes me question why it's so steeped into our culture that your job or lack of defines who you are. This echoes back to some thoughts I expressed in our very first episode. Please make sure to check that out if you haven't already. So if you're listening and you don't have a job right now, or if you hate the one you do have, remember, it's just work. Life is filled with so many rich experiences and opportunities, and our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual needs can be met by an array of things that are outside of simply having a job. The quality of our health and our relationships should be our greatest priorities in life, outweighing the fulfillment any job or career can give us. And I'm saying that to myself as much as I'm telling it to you. So here is the first takeaway if you missed it and don't want to rewind. When you're feeling stressed about your current job, remember, it's just work. The second mindset shift about work that I've learned to harness lately has to do with staying driven and persistent in pursuit of your career goals. We live in a culture where outcomes and results always receive the most attention. The people with the most experience, qualifications, awards and accolades, we put them on a pedestal as our role models and heroes and examples of who we need to be if we want to have a happy and successful life. And yes, there is merit in this. We should dare to dream and aspire to be like the people we love and admire. The downside, however, especially given the influence of entertainment news, advertising, and social media, is that it enables instant gratification. It conditions us to see success in tangible but superficial ways. We start to believe that our own success is only valid and proven by material wealth and public fame, not really understanding the work the sacrifice, and compromise that bubbles beneath the surface. And if we're not prepared to go deep enough and get our hands dirty, we risk being threatened by the unassuming elements that exist at surface level. Okay, that's a little cryptic, but here's what I mean. Being fixated on outcomes and results, what success looks like on the surface, or how you're perceived on the outside, can manifest our insecurities in unhealthy ways. Because when your aim is to have something that you see someone else has without knowing or doing the real work it takes to get it, 
you're setting yourself unrealistic expectations. Then when you're not getting the results you've been expecting, it becomes so easy for comparison, self-doubt, impatience and complacency to be the main drivers of the decisions you make or don't make. And so I want to encourage you with this second mindset shift that will help you understand that true success is not in the awards or the praise. True success is learning to love and honor the process. Are you ready to take another mental note? Okay, quote number two for this episode. When you're worried about your future job or career, just work. You heard it right. Just do the work. Whatever it is you're passionate about, whether you're starting out in the field or already experienced, keep working at it and enjoy the hustle. Don't worry about how things might turn out, how things could fail or what people would think. Just work and show up for yourself and what you believe in. To my creative peers especially, the most important thing we can do for our art is to honour the process of creating it falling in love with making the thing, whatever it might be. We can't get caught up in what might happen after it's made, whether people will like it or if it'll make money. These things are a part of it, but they shouldn't get in the way of us creating. This is a common challenge that trips up a lot of us who are starting out. We feel pressured to get a job because of society's expectations, our family's expectations, and our own expectations of life after school that a job is guaranteed if you've had an education. The current employment landscape means that's no longer a reality, and the superficial versions of success, by means of sudden wealth or sudden fame, can trick us into thinking that this is the acceptable standard. But the only real standard that matters, and that we should be measuring ourselves against, is the standard we've set for ourselves. What is it that you're passionate about doing? What is it that energizes you and fulfills you when you're deep in the process of it? If you silenced all the other voices telling you what to do with your life and career, what do you hear your voice say? As I record this podcast in this very moment, I realize how much more I can be doing to honor my own process as a creator. I feel so blessed to have had the last couple of years to reconnect with my love for music and writing. But I also recognize the times I've allowed external pressures to get in the way of my work. When I see other people producing successful podcasts, blogs, or videos, it's so easy for me to start doubting myself, to feel that I'm failing or not good enough to be doing this. But I've learned to recalibrate quickly and bring my focus back to why I decided to do this, what this podcast means to me, and how it aligns with my mission to help young people. And from that place, I see why the hard work is worth it. Because even if there's only one person listening on the other side, I'm passionate about this process and grateful for the opportunity I have to share my voice. So, my fellow creatives, when you're worried about your future job or career, just work. Work passionately, fearlessly, and persistently towards your dreams. Because by loving and honoring the process more than the outcome, you are already a success.